Something extraordinary was revealed today. Former high-level officials and scientists with deep black experience who have always remained in the shadows come forward on one platform. These insiders have long-standing connections to government agencies which may have programs investigating unidentified aerial phenomena. The team includes a 25-year veteran of the CIA's Directorate of Operations, a Lockheed Martin Program Director of Advanced Systems at Skunk Works, and a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Today marked the official launch to STARS Academies of Arts and Science, that's T-T-S-A-A-S, an innovative public benefit corporation which will advance research in unexplained phenomena and develop related technology. It has established three synergistic divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. We believe there are discoveries within our team that will revolutionize the human experience, says company president and CEO Tom DeLong. This was released yesterday for background on today's announcement, which was live-streamed and is archived on their website, of course. Mark Twain said the two most important days in our life are the day that we are born and the day we find out why. According to a TTSAAS statement, to members who have been operating under the shadows of the top secrecy for decades believe that there is sufficient credible evidence of UAP that proves exotic technologies exist that could revolutionize the human experience. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. Uh, that brought a lot of uh, inconclusive results, uh, 
not figure out exactly what could be causing it. Uh, things are literally unexplainable. The thing that really attracted me to the Majestic was in 1995, I was a part of uh, the Halloween bash where they had monster movies back to back. And during intermission, went to the restroom downstairs. And as I was uh, walking in, I passed this gentleman dressed in, in a janitor's jumpsuit. It was a grayish blue outfit. And he was mopping the floor. And I went to the restroom, walked back out to wash my hands. He was still in the same um, area, mopping the same area on the floor. But there was no mop bucket, no water. And I said to him, I bet that's the cleanest spot on the floor. So he turned, uh, walked up the stairs. And at that point, I felt a little eerie, so I followed him up the stairs. He was not in the lobby, and I looked directly up to the third floor. I'm sorry, the second floor. He was peering down at me with his hands on the ledge, uh, on the uh, rail, staring down at me. So I jumped the rope that was sectioned off, felt compelled just to see what it was all about, why this man was watching me, why I had such a weird feeling. Went upstairs to the second floor, and he literally walked into the door, like, vaporized. Okay. No joke. Walked up to the door, opened it, and all oh, it was just a supply closet for cleaning supplies and so forth. Janitor goes to the Majestic Theater. We don't want to give too much else away. We're out of time, but what kinds of tools very quickly are usually used? Um, electromagnetic field meters uh, determines whether it's a man-made abnormality with faulty wiring or if it's some sort of a strain of energy that's uh, ever-present, like uh, residual hauntings often provide. A lot of people will note seeing... Uh, familiarities or like reenactments at Gettysburg, well that's known as a residual haunt. Alright. Listen, lots of uh, places purportedly haunted here in Central Ohio. Neil is going to stick around. If you think you've seen a ghost here in Central Ohio, got a question about ghost hunting, what we're doing now is a web chat. It'll start about 12 minutes at 8.30, go till 9 o'clock. ABC6onyourside.com to log on. And the first person to use the word paranormal during this web chat, we'll win a spot to join Neil Parks on a future ghost hunting expedition. So log on now, and for more real-life ghost tales, don't forget to watch Ghost Hunters tonight on Fox 28 News at 10. Neil, thanks. Thank you very much, Andy. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. The idea of a secret alien race steering the world was highlighted in the UFO Science and Consciousness Conference heard in Johannesburg. This conference held in South Africa featured a number of speakers. Laura Eisenhower talking on mind control, UFOs, the New World Order, and the Illuminati, to James Gilliland and his speech on extraterrestrial contact. One of the most interesting talks given by Michael Tellinger, he spoke on the subject of the battle for Earth by dark forces. He went on to explain his idea of the governments of the world being puppets and instruments in a plan to implement the will of a small group of individuals over the world's population. According to the events organizer, the royal political bloodlines reach back over thousands of years, and these bloodlines can be traced back to the earliest days of civilization. He proposed that the first members of these new powerful families had contact with extraterrestrials here on our planet. 
taking a swipe at the host nation, he said that South African government was one of the most important puppets of this hidden extraterrestrials group. The reason South Africa plays such an important part in the plan is down to the large mineral wealth found on the continent, the country being rich in gold and diamonds, for example. All the speakers at this conference agreed that, like humans, who had the potential of being both good and bad, this also applies to the population of intergalactic beings. These groups of ETs can be compared to the human politicians who push their own agenda for their own political gain. Another really crazy encounter I had one time dealt with uh, an evening after moving into our new home. It uh, was a wooded area across the hillside, shrouded in fog, and I'm taking one of our dogs out to go to her, do her evening leisurely stroll and bathroom duty. And as I'm walking up on the bank, I look over that hillside area and see six really long, bright strands of light. Um, there was space in between each bright light, but it, it was long, looked almost the length of a football field, and it was just hovering there. And as I walked closer over that, close to that hillside, I looked further into the fog and uh, realized that there's nothing around it, nothing above or below it. The fog has completely shrouded that bank, that hillside, and those lights are emitting from it. So I run back to the house tell my wife what I saw, explain to her that I think the mothership is here. She casually rolled her eyes and said, it's probably just a bunch of street lights. I insisted that she walk out with me and take a look at this thing as well. So we go back to the place where I saw it in the beginning. And as we stand over the hillside, I was all prepared to shout at the top of my lungs to everyone who was watching or who could hear basically see I told you they are here they've always been here but as the fog started to dissipate you could clearly see on that hillside that those bright lights that were appeared to be interconnected with one another uh, almost on a vessel or whatnot uh, were in fact just giant uh, security lights adjoined to these houses that were along a strip on the top of that hill so uh it was a humbling experience. Uh, it was a real rush to begin with, but in the end, I realized that not everything you see is an unidentified flying object. In fact, those objects were not flying. They were connected to very tall light posts. So in the end, kind of laughed it off. It was a very Mulder and Scully from the X-Files moment for me. Uh, Scully, of course, my wife being her, uh, the one that keeps me from chasing the moon. Thank God I've got her as my voice of reason. So that concludes our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed the brief storytelling and relaying of pretty neat current events, strange news. Next week, I'll have more to discuss and possibly a reading from one of the stories that I've written from one of the books that I've had published. That's all. Paranormal. 
The word paranormal denotes experiences that are outside the norm and beyond scientific explanation. Even so, these events from supernatural phenomena to extrasensory perception to ghosts, aliens, and UFOs take on a life of their own in pop culture. That's where live science comes in. The reporters dig into the latest paranormal news to debunk and even explain the science of what's really causing these seemingly supernatural. Related topics to this, that being aliens, religion, life's little mysteries, so on and so forth. Live science is an excellent resource to go through. Winston Churchill. History remembers Winston Churchill for his political prowess and his leadership during a complex time in Britain's history. But a relatively unknown part of the statesman legacy, one in which he confronted the idea of alien civilizations, was recently uncovered. Churchill penned an 11-page essay on alien life in 1939, revealing his curiosity about the universe and outlining his definition of life and its most important ingredients. I, for one, am not so immensely impressed by the success we are making of our civilization. Here that I am prepared to think that we are the only spot in this immense universe which contains living thinking creatures. He wrote the newly uncovered essay, or that we are the highest type of mental and physical development which has ever appeared in this vast compass of space and time. Churchill's essay was described as an article published in the journal Nature in February of 2017. Chloe Kardashian. Oh boy, here we go. It can be hard keeping up with the Kardashians' exploits, but when it comes to aliens, at least one member of the famous family is a believer. In 2015, Chloe Kardashian saw strange lights in the sky and tweeted, Kendall and I are spazzing out, UFO. Though the U.S. Navy later said the unusual lights were part of a pre-planned missile test, Kardashian stuck to her guns. What do we expect people to say? Obvi. They are going to say it's a media shower. I'm such a conspiracy theorist. Let me enjoy this, she responded. I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, by the way. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton has a long political history advocating for children and families, gender equality, and health care reform. She should have been the president, but she got screwed over. But in 2016, during her bid to secure the Democratic nomination for president, Clinton turned her attention to the paranormal. In a radio interview, and then later on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Clinton said that she wants to review files about UFOs in the mysterious Area 51 site in Nevada and make them public. I would like us to go into those files and hopefully make... As much of that as public as possible, she told Kimmel. If there's nothing there, then we'll let people know that there's nothing there. Area 51, which is located 80 miles northwest of Las Vegas in Nevada, the desert and a restricted military outpost that is part of the Edwards Air Force Base. It has been said of a number of stealth military programs taking place there, and this secrecy has, in part, fueled conspiracy theorists, who claim that the scientists at the facility are reverse-engineering alien technology from UFO crashes. In 2013, declassified CIA documents detailed some of Area 51's history, revealing the site's role in testing spy planes such as the U-2. There was no mention of aliens or UFOs in the declassified files. Imagine that. Redacted. Redacted. Zayn Malik. Oh, boy. 
from One Direction, I believe. Singer Zayn Malik, if you want to call him a singer, told Glamour in July 2016 that the first time he realized he wanted to leave the boy band One Direction and go solo was after a paranormal encounter. An alien spoke to me in a dream, he told the magazine. Malik is in a relationship with model Gigi Hadid, who recently posed for a space-themed photo spread for Harper's Bazaar. My boyfriend's really into aliens, Hadid told the interviewer from Harper's Bazaar during the photo shoot at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Next on the list is, of course, who I just mentioned, Gigi Hadid. I won't get too much into that because she's just talking more and more about the Harper's Bazaar photo shoot and so on so on so on. Ariana Grande is the next one. Singer Ariana Grande has described herself as obsessed with aliens. And in a 2013 interview with Complex Magazine, the pop powerhouse, <laughs> powerhouse said, We'd be so stupid to believe we are the only people here. Grande's music video for the song Break Free featured her battling aliens and dancing on a spaceship. But Grande told Complex she has never seen a real extraterrestrial, though... She said she did have a ghost and a demon experience once at a haunted castle in Kansas City. Ridley Scott, this I totally believe. From the director Ridley Scott, he is no stranger to the concept of alien invasions and hostile encounters with extraterrestrials. His 1979 movie Alien explored the scary concept of aggressive extraterrestrials that target a crew, of space, a crew on a spaceship. The film spanned spawned franchises and three sequels, two prequels, including Alien Covenant, which opened in the U.S. May of 2017. While promoting the new film, Scott warned that hundreds of alien species are out there and cautioned that humans likely wouldn't fare well if these cosmic entities ever decided to pay a visit to Earth. Gillian Anderson, of course. The truth is out there. Actress Gillian Anderson is best known for playing FBI agent Dana Scully on the hit sci-fi TV series The X-Files. But while Anderson spent 11 seasons and two movies investigating paranormal phenomenon, she does believe that aliens are in fact real. I do to a degree that believe that the universe is obviously vast and the thought that we are only the one planet with full living beings doesn't make sense, Anderson said in an interview with The Guardian in 2012. That doesn't necessarily mean that aliens are real, she said, but there could be. Katy Perry, oh boy, another pop superstar. In a 2014 interview with GQ, pop star Katy Perry spoke about her wide range of beliefs. I see everything through a spiritual lens, she told GQ. I believe in a lot of astrology. I believe in aliens. I look up to the stars and I imagine how self-important we to think we are the only life form. At the time, Perry said she might even take her questions about alien life to then-President Barack Obama. I mean, if my relationship with Obama gets any better, I'm going to ask him that question. It just hasn't been the appropriate time yet. Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Woohoo! In an interview with the British talk show The Morning, singer Nick Jonas described his own close encounter. I was in my backyard in LA and I looked up at the sky and saw three flying saucers, Jonas said. I looked at my friend and said, Are you seeing this or am I losing my mind? I'm obsessed with UFO stuff in general, so I'm all over this, Jonas said in the interview. That blue light freaks him out every day in every best way possible. William Shatner, of course. 
As the most recognizable face of the Star Trek franchise, actor William Shatner is probably used to fielding questions about his extraterrestrial beliefs. But in a 2010 interview for the Montreal Gazette, the man who brought Captain Kirk of the Starship Enterprise to life explained why he thinks intelligent beings must be out there. And I'm going to do my own William Shatner impersonation. There is no doubt that there is life out there. The mathematics of it lead you to that absolute conclusion. In my mind, there is no doubt that the universe teems, teems with life in all of its forms. And Stephen Hawking, of course, is the next one on the list. Need I say more about Sir Stephen Hawking? Uh, He's repeatedly, in the past when he was still alive, warned that humans should be wary of contacting alien civilizations. That if they basically came here for first contact more so than what they've just done through observation alone... They would be here to pick a fight or to destroy us because we're destroying ourselves or possibly them inadvertently. Demi Lovato, during an appearance on the talk show Late Night with Seth Meyers, singer Demi Lovato insisted that aliens are real. How self-centered would we be as humans to believe that we are the only living things in the universe, she said. Well said, Demi Lovato. Two young couples were chased down Route 62 by the Mothman. On November 15, 1966, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, were driving past a TNT plant where they saw a humanoid figure with glowing red eyes. Linda described what they saw on the side of the road as a bird-like humanoid creature with large wingspan and fiery red eyes. She said it was about seven feet tall. Its wings folded against its back. You could see muscles in its legs, she recalled. The creature followed them as they drove back towards Point Pleasant on Route 62. Then it veered off into the fields and disappeared. The group went straight to the Mason County Police Department to share the terrifying account, which soon made its way into local papers. I wish we had never seen it. I wish someone else had seen it, Linda Scarbury said. The Mothman haunted Point Pleasant prior to the Silver Bridge collapse. The first of a series of strange sightings actually took place about 85 miles away from Point Pleasant in Clendenden, West Virginia. Five grave diggers heard a rustling in the trees, overheard, and looked up to find what they claimed was a flying man directly above them. Over the next few days, more reports started trickling in. Two volunteer firemen described a large bird with red eyes. At least a hundred reports from people of all ages circulated throughout Point Pleasant between November of 1966 and December of 1967, describing a monster that was able to ascend straight up into the air like a helicopter. All of the witnesses described the same bird man with glowing hypnotic red eyes and the wings of a bat. Mary Heyer, a reporter at the time, of the Mothman sightings received over 500 phone calls, not only about the mysterious creature, but also about strange lights in the sky, electrical interference, mysterious humming sounds, and UFO sightings. Then on December 15, 1967, a year after the Mothman sightings began, tragedy struck during rush hour traffic on the Silver Bridge. It collapsed and 46 people died and the Mothman disappeared from the area.
On September 10th, 1978, a group of miners in Germany came face to face with a seemingly headless creature with glowing red eyes on its chest, blocking the mine's interest. At first, they thought it was a man in a trench coat, but they quickly realized it was not a coat, but unfurled large black wings. The men remained in the mine entrance, stunned and staring at the creature until it let out a blood-curdling screech and sent the miners scrambling out. About an hour later, the men felt a seismic rumble and witnessed a plume of dust shoot from the mine as it collapsed. If the men had gone to their stations in the mine as usual, the majority of them would have died. It appeared as though what they dubbed the Freiburg Shrieker actually saved their lives. Another Mothman-type creature tried to warn people of the Fukushima disaster. Marcus Pules, an American visiting Japan, was out with a friend near the Fukushima plant when suddenly they heard a loud whooshing sound and a terrible screeching. As they looked back towards the plant, they saw a figure Pules described as large and black. From the distance, I was at it looked to be sitting on top of one of the squared-shaped buildings. It sat there for about five seconds when it unfurled a large set of what I could only describe as large black wings. The creature took flight, circling the plant a few times before coming closer to them. That's when I noticed the two large red eyes. They seemed to glow from within, and with a blood-red hue, they were unblinking in the three to four seconds we saw them. We knew they were looking straight at us. We knew this creature knew we could see it, and it made no attempt to disguise itself. Pules describes an immense feeling of dread that washed over him, and the creature vanished as quickly as it had appeared. It wasn't until Pules was back home in America, hearing the news on CNN about the devastation of the Japanese earthquake and the explosions at the very same nuclear power plant where he had witnessed the creature, that he realized he may have seen the infamous harbinger, harbinger of disaster known as the Mothman. The Mothman was hanging around the Twin Towers the week of the 9-11 attacks. During the days leading up to the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001, several people reported sightings of a black-winged creature flying near the Twin Towers. During the attack, as the second plane hit, eyewitnesses reporting a creature flying parallel to the plane. Then in the days that followed, those reporting the creature were allegedly approached by men in black and warned to stop talking about what they saw. The Mothman is also allegedly connected to the Chernobyl disaster. The Mothman is believed to have been around for the worst nuclear accident in history. Throughout 1985, many scientists and other workers at the nuclear power plant in Chernobyl, Ukraine, claimed to see a huge black bird-like creature with the body of a man flying around the plant. Those who saw the red-eyed beast also reported a series of strange, harassing phone calls and a string of nightmares leading up to the disastrous explosion in April of 1986. On April 26, 1986, the day of the accident, several people saw the huge black bird actually flying around the smoke after the explosion. Even those in the nearby town of Pripyat, 
claimed that to have seen the strange creature that became known as the Blackbird of Chernobyl. In the days leading up to the disaster, Pripyat was also affected and later evacuated because of the harmful radiation. The Mothman was spotted at yet another bridge collapse in 2007. Eerily enough, the I-35 West Bridge in Minneapolis, Minnesota was opened for traffic in 1967. The same year, the Silver Bridge collapsed. Then on August 1st, 2007, after a month of Mothman sightings, the I-35 West Bridge collapsed during rush hour, taking the lives of 13 people with it and injuring 145 more. Reports of the Mothman began trickling in on June 27, 2007, preceding the collapse by a mere month. Many claimed to see the humanoid creature flapping its massive wings in the surrounding area and at the bridge itself. An Illinois woman witnessed the creepy cryptid while driving just outside of Stewartville, Minnesota on June 27, 2007 called paranormal radio show host George Nori on Coast to Coast AM and described the creature as having a huge wing span with the width of a Ford. A West Virginia man claims his dog was taken by the Mothman. On November 13, 1966, in Salem, West Virginia, Merle Partridge heard a loud noise outside of his home. That's 90 miles from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. During an interview in Eyes of the Mothman, he recalled his television making a high-pitched whining sound and his dog barking wildly. After going outside to investigate, Partridge was startled by two glowing red eyes that belonged to no animal he had ever seen before. He also described eerie flashing red lights that seemed to be dancing around. His hunting dog took off after the creature, and that was the last he ever saw. He went out to search for his dog with friends the next day, but the dog was never seen again. The combination of hundreds of Mothman sightings in the area that year, claims of red lights dancing over the TNT plant, and electrical interference during these sightings has led to speculation that the Mothman might have extraterrestrial origins. An eyewitness in Wisconsin says the Mothman attacked his car. On September of 2006, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, a Wally, a Cherokee man, and his son were driving home in an isolated stretch of the road at night when the Mothman attacked them. In an interview on Monster Quest, he shared his encounter. Awahli told how the creature flew alongside and then directly in front of their windshield, close enough to touch. They got a really good look at it, describing it as a bat-like creature, fleshy with sparse hair and red eyes the size of road reflectors. He described the monster's high-pitched screech that gave them vertigo and made them sick to their stomachs. The man's son pulled over and threw up on the side of the road. After returning to the location a few days later, in the daytime of course, all they found left behind was a deer carcass they later blamed on a poacher.
U.S. Navy pilots reportedly spotted UFOs over the East Coast. According to new reports, some U.S. Navy pilots reported seeing these unidentified flying objects while training over the East Coast in 2014 and 2015, and in interviews with the New York Times. According to the Times, multiple Navy pilots spotted strange objects with no visible engine, reaching 30,000 feet and going in hypersonic speeds. The Times reports includes a minute-long video of two encounters Navy pilots allegedly had with the unexplained aerial phenomena. In the videos, which include visual radar and voice recordings, pilots cannot distinguish what it is seen on their radar screens. At one point, one of the pilots says in amazement, Look at that thing. It's rotating. These things would be out there all day, Lieutenant Ryan Graves, an F-A-18 Super Hornet pilot and 10-year Navy veteran, told the Times. Keeping an aircraft in the air requires a significant amount of energy. With the speeds we observe, 12 hours in all is 11 hours longer than we would expect. Josh Gratisher, a Navy spokesperson, told the newspaper that the U.S. Navy doesn't have all the answers for the observations made by Lieutenant Graves and many, many others. There were a number of different reports, Gratisher said. Some cases could have been commercial drones, he said, but in other cases, we don't know who's doing this. We don't have enough data to track this. So the intent of the message to fleet is to provide updated guidance on reported procedures for suspected intrusions into our airspace. According to the Times, the Navy recently set out new classified guidance for how to report unexplained aerial phenomena. According to the report, the pilots who reported the aerial phenomena speculated that the objects were part of some classified and extremely advanced drone program. And in another instance, one pilot told Lieutenant Graves that he almost hit one of those things and that he described it as looking like a sphere encasing a cube. Lieutenant Graves and his fellow pilots told the newspaper that the video showed objects accelerating to hypersonic speed, making sudden stops and instantaneous turns, something beyond the physical limits of a human crew. CBS has previously reported on a little-known Pentagon program with a budget of about $22 million, one that investigated unidentified flying objects before the Defense Department ended it in 2012. While the Defense Department says it ended the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program in 2012 over funding issues, a Pentagon spokeswoman said the Department of Defense takes seriously all threats and potential threats to our people, our assets, and our mission, and takes action whenever credible information is developed. Last year, two airline pilots claimed an unidentified flying object flew over top of their planes at an altitude of 30,000 feet in Arizona. According to the radio logs, two separate pilots of the leather jet operated by Phoenix Air and American Airlines flight saw the object flying in the opposite direction of their own planes. Pentagon's secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell. The former leader of the U.S. government's top secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell, and he is sharing some of them for the first time in a new documentary. Intelligence officer Louis Elizondo served as the former director of the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP. 
an initiative launched in 2007 to study reports of UFO encounters. Elizondo departed the Pentagon in 2017. That year, he spoke with reporters at the New York Times confirming the existence of the shadowy agency and describing its mission. Now Elizondo is pulling back the curtain on his tenure with the AATIP, which he left because of a lackluster official response to the agency's findings and their unwillingness to address potential risks from UFOs, according to the new show, Undefined Inside America's UFO Investigation, which premiered on May 31st on the History Channel at 10 p.m. No, there isn't a big reveal that the UFOs were alien spacecraft all along, but delving into long-hidden accounts of UFO investigations will hopefully encourage people and authorities to overcome long-standing stigmas and talk more openly about these mysterious aircraft, some of which may pose a bigger threat than we realize, Elizondo told Live Science. UFOs have perplexed and fascinated people for decades. They also pose a unique challenge to federal agents trying to determine if they represent a threat to national security. Before AATIP, the U.S. Air Force had launched Project Blue Book, which investigated more than 12,000 purported UFO sightings from 1952 to 1969. During Elzondo's tenure at AATIP, observers reported UFOs flying at hypersonic speeds more than five times the speed of sound. Yet there were none of the signatures that usually accompany aircraft flying at such fantastic speeds, such as a sonic boom, he said. The UFOs were also unexpectedly mobile traveling so fast that they would have experienced gravitational forces or G-forces that far exceeded the limits of endurance for both humans and aircrafts. The F-16 Fighting Falcon aircraft, one of the most maneuverable in the U.S. arsenal, reaches its limit at around 16 to 18 Gs, while the human body can withstand about 9 Gs for a very short time before a person would start to black out, Elizondo said. These things that were observed that they were observing were pulling 400 to 500 G's, he said. They don't have engines or even wings, and they are able to seemingly defy the natural effects of Earth's gravitational pull and what we know about physics. Some of the UFO sightings reported to AATIP were eventually resolved as aerial drones or test firings of new types of missiles that were spotted from an unusual angle. But while many Astonishing UFOs still defied explanation. There simply isn't enough evidence to suggest they belong to extraterrestrials, Alzando added. However, another possibility is even more unsettling than the prospect of an alien invasion, that a foreign adversary has secretly developed technologies that are strategic game changers, unlike anything ever seen before, he said. Addressing the potential threat is an unnecessary step that government officials, even those that support AATIP don't take seriously enough, according to Elizondo. What's more, the entrenched secrecy shrouding official UFO investigations only reinforces the association of UFOs with tinfoil hats and ridiculous stories. We trust the American people to know that North Korea has nuclear warheads pointed at Los Angeles. Yet we don't trust them with the knowledge that there's something in our skies that we don't know what it is. That seems counterproductive to me, Alzando noted.